You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 69. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is with the Earn That Body podcast. Have a great topic today. It's not going to be super long because I know we just don't all have a lot of time to be sitting around and listening and listening and listening. Sometimes I listen to podcasts that just are a little too long and I keep waiting for them to get to the point at the end of the podcast. So today we're going to get right to it, but I want to start off with a health tip of the day. Did you know that this one thing lowers levels of stress hormones and strengthens the immune system? What do you think is one thing that that could be? It would, it would seem like almost something you would have to pay for, right? Like what kind of supplement would lower your stress and strengthen your immune system? Well, guess what? It's free. You don't even have to buy this thing. It's laughing. Laughing lowers levels of stress hormones and strengthens your immune system. How awesome is that? To me, that's like one of those freebies in life. You know, we always look at things and say things like, you know, how come chocolate isn't good for us like vegetables are? I want to eat as much chocolate as I want. Well, here laughing is actually good for our health and it's free and it feels good. So whenever you get a chance, make sure you're laughing. All right. Okay, today's topic, it may be something you have or have not heard of before, but it's something that I am seeing repeatedly going on with people um, people I know, friends, family, uh, clients that come to me saying they're not reaching their goals and that's why they're coming to me. They want to, you know, do A, B, and C. What I see people doing is called junk training. So I'm not sure if that's anything that you've ever heard of before. It used to be definitely more referenced for like runners. They would call junk training basically adding miles onto your training plan, but sort of aimlessly, like just to impress people, impress your ego. You're going to add all these extra miles on a certain training day, but you really have no purpose for doing that. And so they call that junk training or junk miles that you might be adding. Even with biking, um, they would say junk miles. They don't have a purpose. You're just adding on extra miles for the sake of telling people that you rode 100 miles that day. Maybe the miles make you feel like you are doing better, you're getting stronger, but they don't actually fall into a training plan. And so they call that junk training. Now, what I see people doing, not just necessarily, I do see it with running and I do see it with biking, but what I'm seeing people is they have a goal, but they have no plan on how to get there. And so they're just working out sort of aimlessly or even nutritionally the things that they're doing are what I would call junk training because they are training without any structure, without a plan, and therefore that's not helping them reach any goal. And sometimes when you do this kind of training, it's just sort of like random aimless training, it can even cause injury. And obviously we don't want to get injured and most people have a plan. They have a goal and that's why they're working out. And your goal might even be just to be healthy, but that in itself is still a goal and it should still have a plan so that you're not junk training because that really is not going to benefit you so much. So we're going to talk today about six things 
that are going to help you avoid being a junk trainer. And so some of these, you know, you might right now be saying, oh my God, I totally do this. Like I, I just go and I do anything on a particular day. And so let these six things start to help guide you into a plan so that you can reach a goal and that's going to definitely benefit you, okay? So we're gonna start off with number one. The first thing you should do to avoid junk training is you first you have to have a goal, okay? And that, that doesn't have to be an Iron Man, anything like that. It doesn't have to be one of my crazy goals, but it could be simply getting in shape, um, you want to run a 5K, you want to lose five pounds, you want to put on muscle, you, you, you know, you finally want to see that muscle tone. And so that's your goal. You want to put on muscle. Maybe you, you're a biker, you want to do a century ride one day, or you want to do a triathlon or a marathon, whatever it is. And again, it doesn't have to be as big as a marathon. It could be just getting in shape, but pick a goal. doesn't matter what it is. Just get the goal and actually write it down, okay? So we're gonna like take this step by step and I want you to write down on a piece of paper what is your actual goal, all right? That's number one. Number two, I want you to get a calendar because we have to have a plan and you have to see it. You have to actually visually see it. Now, I'm a big handwriting person for things like this. I don't like to do it online, but I can pretty much assure you there's probably hundreds of apps. If you wanna get a calendar online or do some kind of app and put it in there, that's fine. I like to print a calendar or I have some kind of planner and each day I write what I'm going to be doing so that I have an exact plan. Now, as I said, even if you're just getting in shape, there still has to be a plan in this calendar because getting in shape means you have to do what? Well, you have to do something with your nutrition. That's going to be huge. So maybe that means you're going to the market every Sunday. Maybe that means on Sundays you're pre-planning your food or even making some of your food. Or maybe every day in the calendar you can write down what your dinners are going to be so that you have a plan for getting in shape. And then in addition to that, what are those workouts going to be at the gym? Or are you a walker? Are you going to walk each day? Are you going to walk hills one day? Are you going to walk flat? You've got to have a plan and you've got to put it in this calendar so that you can see it. Now, if you are one of those people and you're just trying to sort of be healthy, get fit, get in shape, that's fine. And if you go to a gym, I just want you to have a little more mindfulness as to what you're going to do. What does that mean? Well, I don't want to see you take the same class every day. Like, I really don't believe you should be doing a cycle class five days a week. That's how you're going to get a repetitive use injury. So maybe you can cycle one day. You put that on Mondays. Maybe you can do a strength class the next day. Maybe you can do a kickbox class the day after that. Do something to vary the workout every day so you've got that cross training going on that's going to shock your body, that's going to help you get into shape, all right? Now say that your goal is strength training. You wanna put on muscle. Well then we need to have a plan on this calendar where you're gonna be lifting weights probably three days a week. So which days are you gonna do that? And then are you gonna do your cardio workouts on those other days? And what are those cardio workouts gonna be? You can't have a goal to put on muscle and then not follow through with some kind of strength training because the only way that you're gonna put on muscle is to be actually lifting weights. But if I told you how many clients I've had who told me, 
I've been trying to put on muscle. That's all I want to do. I want to see muscle tone. And I say, okay, well, what have you been doing? And they say, well, you know, I do a kickbox class and then I go walking on the next day. Um, and then I run and then I usually do some kind of cycle class and I don't even hear anything about strength training. Guess what? They're never going to put that muscle on that they want to see because they're not even lifting weights. They probably never sat down, had a plan, and really thought about it. So if you're that person, you want to put on muscle in your calendar, I want you to write which days you're going to strength chain, which days you're going to do cardio. Make sure you never do strength training with the same muscle group two days in a row. I always like to see at least 48 hours of recovery time for that muscle group. Again, so it's great to have it in a calendar. Oh, you did legs on Monday. You know you can't do that again on Tuesday. So really make it as specific as you can. Let this calendar really guide you so that you have a starting point and an ending point where you can actually reach your goal instead of just talking about that goal. Number three, now with this calendar and with this plan to reach your goal, you actually might need a coach, right? Because you might be listening to this going, oh, I don't even know where to begin with which classes I would do. Or nutritionally, I do want to lose weight, but I don't even know how many calories should I start at, you know, or do I eat carbs? Do I not eat carbs? Like there's so much confusion out there today with nutrition, like maybe you need a coach and that's great. So why don't you start researching what kind of coach do you need? Do you need a nutrition coach? Do you need a run coach? Are you trying to train for a marathon? Maybe you've never done that before. Then let's get you that coach so you have a set plan. Uh, triathlon coach, a swim coach, or maybe you can join a group like a running group that might be less money as well, and they might have a marathon plan. So then they're gonna give you a calendar of your workouts and how to follow it, and you have a group to do it with, and you have a coach, and you have, you're gonna meet people. So all of that is gonna help you reach your goal. But again, that includes a plan. And now you have a coach who's gonna help you when you have any questions, and it keeps you accountable as well. So look for that coach if you think you need one, and maybe you don't, maybe you know what to do, but you just haven't been sitting down and really writing it out. So get the help that you need. I have so many coaches. People always are shocked that I have coaches. They're like, I can't believe you need a coach. Like, why can't you just train yourself? Well, for one, I do triathlons right now, but I'm not like a master triathlon gal. <laughs> I'm learning, you know, I want to be great at them, but I have a triathlon coach. I also have a separate swim coach right now, and he's helping me to be a better swimmer because I'm not a great swimmer. I can swim, I can do Ironman distance, but I want to get better. And the only way you get better is by hiring a coach. So I have many coaches and they definitely help keep me on track. They have a plan for me so that I am not doing that type of junk training because that never gets you anywhere. Number four, so you went out, you set a goal, you got your calendar, you potentially got a coach or maybe a group, that part's optional, depends what you need. So what are you gonna do now? Well, now you have to actually stick to the plan. So what I see so many people do is I see them join a gym, but they never go, right? That's always an interesting one. Um, maybe they join some kind of online nutrition program, but it's not really one-on-one. -on -one. It's just sort of a random group. So they stop doing it because there's no accountability. If you are going to have a goal, and if you're gonna write out a calendar, and if you're gonna have a plan, and if you're gonna hire a coach, 
Why would you not follow through? Why would you not listen to your coach? Why are you going back to your old ways because your old ways were not working and that is why you hired a coach, right? Or that is why you're listening to me right now because you want tips on how to reach a goal and how to do better because whatever you're doing is probably not working. So do yourself a favor. If you want to follow through, if you want to reach a goal, stick to the plan. And if you wrote it down in your calendar, then you've got to stick to it or you're not going to ever reach your goal. So sticking to the plan is very important. And I'm really serious about this. If you hire a coach and your coach is constantly telling you, do A, B, and C, and you are never doing A, B, or C, I question you, why did you hire them in the first place? Do you not trust them? It's important to trust your coach. And sometimes your coach is going to tell you to do something that Maybe it's different how you do it. It's different than you've ever done it before, but maybe that's the change that you need. So don't be afraid to do things that maybe make you a little bit uncomfortable. But if you're trusting your coach, if you're looking up a plan online, if you trust it, go ahead and stick to it. Now, the fifth thing is getting accountable. I'm huge on getting accountable because I really think it's the push that all people need. So often when you put it down on paper, it helps you see it. If I put it in my calendar, I have to do it. That's just who I am. It's like an appointment in my day. So if I put down that I have to bike a certain amount of hours or I have to do a certain workout, it goes in my calendar and I am accountable to it. But some people need a person. They need a coach to hold them accountable. They need a run group to hold them accountable. They need a friend. Whatever it may be, you have to get accountable and you have to put the word out there that you are doing A, B, and C because you want to reach this goal. So I like to use social media for things like that. I'm a big, uh, well, I'm not big on Facebook anymore if you heard my podcast recently, but um, I do like to put my goals out there because it helps me get accountable through all my friends, all my followers, things like that. So if this goal is important to you, are you willing to tell people? Are you willing to post it on Facebook and say, I am gonna run a marathon? Or are you so afraid to even say those words out loud that you will not tell anyone? Because I always say, if you're not willing to tell anyone what your goal is, I don't think you're committed to that goal. I think you know deep down that you're probably going to back out and not complete it. But are you willing to get accountable? It doesn't have to be on social media. Maybe you just call your best friend and say, I'm going to run a marathon. I know I've never done it before. I know it sounds like the scariest thing in the world, but I'm going to tell you right now because I want you to help hold me accountable. I am going to do this. And if you're not willing to do that with even one person, I don't think you're committed to this goal. And that's okay. But you just have to be aware of it right now so that you don't stop halfway through, quit, and then sort of feel like a failure and lose confidence over that. I want you to know right up front, you're either committed to this or you're not. And getting accountable is a great way to get to that finish line, whatever it may be. And that kind of leads to the last one, number six, which is you've got to stick with this to the end and never quit. All right. So here's an example of that. I have been trying to qualify for Boston Marathon for years and years. Okay. And I haven't done it yet. But I don't feel like I'm failing each time I run a marathon. Now, I really think had I not broken my foot at the London Marathon this last year, I had a real good shot at qualifying. 
and I'm not giving up because I'm just going to keep trying. But every time I try to qualify in a marathon and I haven't hit the goal yet, I don't feel like I failed. But I can tell you this, I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep going and I'm not going to quit. I don't care if I'm 60 years old, I'm going to qualify for Boston. And the only way I'm going to do it is by, by saying I'm not quitting. You know, and, and every time I don't make it on a specific marathon, I learn so much. Every time I race, I learn something that I can put into the next race. And so instead of looking at it like, oh, I failed again and feeling bad, I look at it like, okay, I got to go back to my coach. This is what I learned. And we're going to do this again until I get there. Now, the good thing for me is the longer I wait and the older I get, the better and easier time I have to hit to qualify for Boston. Though that's why I said, even if it's 60 years old, that means I don't even have to be as fast, which is fine by me because all I want to do is qualify for Boston one day. But for you, number six means you cannot quit. I don't care if it's losing five pounds, doing that century ride, doing your first triathlon. There is no time limit on this goal. Stop telling yourself that you have to do this within a certain amount of weeks. You do not have to lose five to 10 pounds in two weeks. You don't. You have to start getting fit and healthy and making nutritional changes so that slowly over time, you will hit that goal. Trying to do things so fast, trying to hit that goal so fast and then not is just setting yourself up for failure, that lack of confidence, wanting to quit all the time, sort of beating yourself up, People have to stop giving a deadline on hitting some of these goals. I mean, obviously it depends what it is, but I honestly, I just, I don't know of a goal out there that you can't just give it time. And if you keep trying like my marathon and you haven't hit it yet, keep going. The number six here is to never, ever quit. All right, just keep going and start over. If you have to, at the beginning of the program, go through it again, whatever that calendar is, go through it again. If you need a new coach, if you need a different coach, if you need a new group, do what you need to do so that you never give up on that goal. Now, if you take all of these six things into account, all right, then you will not be junk training. You will not be doing random miles on a bike on one day and random running the next day. And then you run again the next day and you thought you had to go as hard as you should. And then the next day your friend says, let's go running again. And so you do it again. All you're doing is risking injury when you're having this random type of training with no goal in mind. So you really want to stop this junk training as soon as you can. It doesn't matter what level of an athlete you're at. You've got to set the plan. So number one, you're going to pick your goal. Number two, you're going to get a calendar. You're going to fill that in on what you're going to be doing. Number three, you might need to get that coach or sign up with some kind of group. Number four, you're going to stick to the plan. Number five, you're going to get accountable. You're going to tell everyone or you're at least going to tell someone. And then the number six is to never quit. You keep going until you reach that goal. And honestly, I think if you put all of those into play, you're going to reach that goal sooner than you think. You're going to give yourself that confidence. You're going to reach 
a goal, which is so big. I always say it's such a big deal and it's such an accomplishment to reach a goal. And a big part of my life is setting goals and reaching them because it, it makes me feel good. You know, that's what I work for. That's the kind of thing that makes me feel good. And again, these can be goals of all sorts. It could be a work-related goal even. It doesn't always have to be about health and fitness. Alrighty, there you go. Stop the junk training. Get yourself a plan. If you love this podcast, I have gotten so many emails lately of people telling me how much they love it. I thank you so much because that feedback is awesome. I love to hear it. But if you could give me a review on iTunes, that would be so awesome. All you do is go to iTunes. You give me a little star rating, a little review. It helps me know what you like about the podcast, and it also helps others so that we can get even more followers on the Earn That Body podcast. So that's on iTunes if you could do that. And guess what's coming? It's so hard to believe that I am already starting to plan the holiday challenge. (laughs) So it's only September, but in December, every year we have the annual Earn That Body holiday challenge. Hundreds, well, we had way over 100 people last year in the challenge, and it was awesome. We give out prizes, and the goal of the holiday challenge is always to not gain weight through the holidays. So it's a two-week challenge. Start keeping your eye out because I am going to start posting about it more and more. We've got a a great theme for the holiday challenge. I'm not going to tell what it is yet, but it is coming. Um, And if you are not on sort of the newsletter list to get the information, I always send out Every like quarter, you know what's coming up, just shoot me an email to kim at earnthatbody.com. I'll make sure you're on the newsletter. And always, if you have any questions about any of my fitness programs, nutrition programs, anything like that, go check out earnthatbody.com. Hope you all have a fantastic week. Make it a healthy one. And of course, stop the junk training. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.